Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. It's another episode, another exciting episode of wonderful words that we're going to put together in certain sentence patterns that are going <laughs> to wow you. We're going to put them together in an order which you can understand. Yeah. Well, and, hopefully. And and they're going to they're going to make you realize things that you never realized before. Or at least make you think about them and Google them and then look them up for yourself. So I'm going to start this real quick. Expand with, your mind. With a beer. Oh. B-E-E-R. That's how you spell beer like, for all you like aficionados. Most, Unless you're German, then it's B-I-E-R. Uh, beer. Beer. Like beer. most uh, intelligent conversations, thought-provoking, I'm going to start this conversation with beer. Specifically, a beta. And it's not just a beta, it's a beta exclamation. A beta. A beta. This beer is from Louisiana, oh, I think. A beta bay. Yeah, it's from Abita Springs, Louisiana. Yeah, so it's probably close to, well, yeah, it's from the bayou. It's fermented with uh, alligator eggs. Gambit will drink this beer. Is that a good Louisiana? Kind of. Want to yeah. crawl, Dad? There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I, bought th- I bought a sampler pack, and uh, my experience with sampler packs, like the U-Pick 6s that you find at the liquor store, is that they tend to be like all of the last year's leavenings. Sure. And uh, so I went to my local liquor store, and he uh, I, I've looked at it uh, many times. He's got a, a one full case, cooler case, uh, dedicated to the U-Pick, U-Pick 6s, right? A lot of beer in there. And so- Where uh, is this? Uh, the one up on Cottage Grove Road up by the bank. Oh, the new one? Yeah. Glacier Bay or whatever it's called? Yeah, something like that. They, they got good prices. They got a good selection. And 15% off of their wine on Wednesdays. I'm trying to work on a sponsorship deal with them. Nice. Not really. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, I'd wear a shirt. So, yeah, I totally would wear one of their I'd shirts I'd drink their well. beer. I Yeah, I asked them if they had any extra swag, and he, he said no. <laughs> After I had to explain. He's what like, sh- what the hell is swag? He, he was like, well, I was actually, he's got his girlfriend there who's actually... And she's like, what's swag? And I was like, well, you know, keychains and T-shirts and stuff. Oh, yeah, we don't have any of that sort of stuff. Like, really? He says, it's kind of like Tang. <laughs> what? It's kind of like Tang? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like Tang. She would have been like, uh, uh, get out of, get my, out of my store. store. <laughs> you sick pup. But uh, they're a new business in town, and they're doing fairly well from what I understand. But, well, liquor stores. Yeah, sure. of course, right. So anyways, big cooler. Lots of space dedicated to this U Pick Six. Nice, eight ninety nine. It's like, all right, it's about a buck. This is about a buck more than a normal six pack. So I'm I'm willing to give it a try, but I've been burnt too many times. So I went to the guy and I said, "Hey, level with me. Is this last year's beer that you're just trying to get rid of because all the other ones broke and these are the ones that you had left over?" And he laughed. He's like, "No," but then he's like, "No, no, seriously, this stuff, this stuff." He's like, "This cooler is the most popular cooler in this building." This stuff that you're looking at won't be here in two weeks. So apparently, it has a good turnover. So and it's all weird stuff that you never heard of. No, I mean, there's no, there's some stuff that I've heard of in there before. I mean, it's got, it's, he's got everything in there. I don't, I don't know wh- how he picks it, but it's got, uh, you know, the new Glarus stuff, Point stuff. Berghoff is in there. He goes to all the other liquor stores that have one of those <laughs> shelves. He's like, no, it's brand. I just put the stuff I in just the cooler. Put it in there, sure, sure. <laughs> he's buying like estate <laughs> sales of beer. <laughs> you can buy it by the crate. Granny's only had this for five years. It's been up in my attic for 35 years. So I bought a sampler for us. We have a special solution you can clean the label with so it looks <laughs> brand new. I'm starting with Abita Beer's Turbo Dog. and uh, Sounds like a coffee stout. Uh, what kind of style is it? And, and I was hoping that you and I would be doing the sample together, but 
It's Cinco de Mayo, and you're, hey, hey, you're doing a, you're doing a Modelo. I'll, probably, I'll, I'll pick there. a, I'll pick a, a, a. It's a dark brown ale. So let's let's try this. I should have brought some Guinness, and I could have had a, a black and brown. All right, anyways, a black and black, a black on black, back and black. It's watery, isn't it? No, it's good. It's very Ooh. good. I like it. It's good. All right, it's good. Abita, Abita Turbo Dog. From uh, Louisiana. We're going to talk to radioactive. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hook me up with some of that, hey. Well, it's not radioactive. It's probably just filled with oil. It's I those... think it's the glass you're drinking it out of that makes it so good. <laughs> it's a fine-looking uh, Sam Adams glass, isn't it? Drum roll. And the results are... Yeah, it tastes like an alt. Uh, alts are a little bit more... Mm, that's pretty bitter. Sweet, it's, zingy. Uh, not, taste not, it again. Not like a, a Maybach or anything. Mm, nope, that's an alt right there. That's a Schwar- That's a that's a smoke beer. A I like Schwar- it. That's a Schwarz beer. Yeah, well, like it's it. an alt. I like it. I like it. It tastes just like my New Year's alt that I made. Now, how does that compare to your Modelo Negra? It doesn't hold a candle, does no, it? No, not really. <laughs> that's, got, that's got hop bite. That's what it's I got like a little about. bit of hops in yeah. it. And this, this, is more, <clears throat> this is more sweet. But not sickeningly cloying sweet like the Maybach, like you just said, which I can't stand. I don't like this. Oh, you're here. talking about the Turbo Dog. Yeah, but yeah, this yeah. is more malty, though, too. I, I kind of like the malty. The Negro. Yeah, and that's probably not quite as malty, and then it's got that hot bite, which is nice. I kind of like that hot bite. It's, it, it gives it a Chocolate. A crisp. Crystal and chocolate, malts, dry mm-hmm. hopped. Yeah. Well, yeah. chocolate so malt is basically 200 level on. Right. Uh, everything you just said is in this. You are, you are, you are a beer expert. <laughs> or at least a beer. I'm flavor an intermediate. guy. What's what do you what do they call? Not like the the journeyman. plumber. You're a journeyman. Journeyman, right? Is a journey? Wait, isn't a journeyman like no, done? It's apprentice, journeyman, master. Ah, so you're you're a journeyman, and I I'm somewhere in between uh, apprentice and journeyman because I will, you will learn. <laughs> I'm a Padawan. Can I be your Padawan? Um, you can't pad my one. No, thank you, thank you. Um, I I like flavors. Flavors. I'm, is I'm good. a I'm a big guy with flavors. I you know like. Cooking, I like. I love to cook. Sure. Who doesn't yeah. like flavor? Well, you know there are people that don't like flavor. There's people that sure. don't care. Kids, <laughs> well, kids love flavor. Are you kidding me? Uh, but they're 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 uh, after it. No, kids are after extreme flavors. Yeah. Salty, sweet. Whereas I mean, as you grow up as an adult, you 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 gain more of a subtle, yeah, subtle flavors where yeah. you don't want Me- blending. You don't want like you get you a get better flavors. Of sugar, you want like. A flaky souffle with a little sugar glaze yeah, on it, yeah. but as you bite into it, like that sugar right. falls away. Instead of like listening to you know, you know, like uh, a kid tooting on a on a uh, penny whistle, sure, you you want to hear an orchestra, and right. then you can pick out the the, oh, bass the various and, instruments. And yeah, 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 and then all oh, the subtleties of the you know the allegro. And so that was my story about the uh, you pick six, and I, I think uh, based on this one beer out of the six uh, that is not stale and skunky. I'm I'm pretty satisfied. So you're drinking the Negra, and the reason you're drinking the Negra is because it is the fifth of May, which is Cinco also known as Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Now I don't know anything about Cinco de Mayo other than it's the fifth day of May. It is the fifth day of May, and it's probably, and it's the day after Erica's birthday. Is it Spanish? Happy or birthday, is it, Erica. Or is it Mexican? It's Mexican. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I, it's it's a long story, but I will start by saying that um, Irene, who is okay. a, uh, a a Mexican woman, who uh, along with her husband Scott, run now. If it's a long story, Scott's I might formal wear. I might barge in. So or, or, that we, yeah, yeah. So that we can absolutely oh, okay, feel okay. free. Yeah. Um, 
they run Scott's or not formal wear, urban wear, uh, okay. which is like a store, two stores down from mine. And she comes in once a month. She got two little kids. Um, she's Mexican, uh, strong accent. So she comes in and we're talking a little bit. And then I said, "Oh, so happy Cinco de Mayo," you know, because and she said, "Meh, I don't know why people celebrate that." With her accent, I can't do it, you know. But she, uh, I'm like, oh, underlay, underlay. I said, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, well, it's it's uh, September 16th. Is really supposed to be Cinco de Mayo? No, September 16th (laughs) is Mexican Independence Day. It's supposed to be DSCC de Septembre. Yeah. Oh, wow. French. That sounds good. September. 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 That's not, oh, anyways, yeah, yeah. de septiembre, septiembre. So that's yeah. actually Mexican Independence Day when they won independence from Spain. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So back up a second. Cinco de Mayo is 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 uh, celebrating Mexican independence. People get it confused, okay. like you. You don't know what it is. I don't know what it so, is. I didn't okay. even know. Look, so, hang on a second. But, I mean, before you go too far, I didn't even know Mexico celebrated any sort of independence. Uh, I didn't even know that they were independent of. Do you something. watch Fox News a lot, dude? I, no. I, I mean, well, I mean, I live in America. I know American I, history. <laughs> well, okay, but th- okay, that's 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 a pretty arrogant. It's stance. not arrogant. Yes, I just is. I'm just uninformed. I'm not saying arrogant well, would be like those Mexicans don't deserve to celebrate no independence well, after we saved them at the Battle of Texas. Actually, <laughs> this kind of wraps up into and Texas never belonged to Mexico. This wraps into Cinco de Mayo. Okay, Cinco de Mayo. It's not arrogant. It's just ignorant. Ignorant, but well, okay, but ignorant sounds. Ignorance like can breed yes. arrogance. All right, all right. But I think in the way that I'm using it, I'm just plain old. Ignorant. Well, okay, don't you feel a little bit? Do you feel a little bit guilty about it though? Do you feel kind of bad that you don't know, you know, the histories of your neighbor? Sure, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I feel. Uh, I feel that there's a lot of history and a lot of knowledge. I mean, you know more there. about you know more about the about the power ups in the video games that you play than you know about the countries. Sure that you live in and the other human beings on this planet and their, but, and their plates. I mean, but, that's, but see, that's kind of the, the power the separation ups, that the we, the power that ups live in the with. video game more directly affect me than Mexico. No, they don't. No, they don't. Sure. They do. No, they don't. Sure. They do. No, they don't. Sure. They do. Because yes, no, yes, no, you're okay. stupid. Cinco de Mayo. Let's go back to Cinco <laughs> okay, de Mayo. Let's go back to Cinco de Mayo. Now what Cinco de Mayo celebrates is in, there's a town called Pueblo. Okay. And it's in Mexico. And it, I don't know the years. I'm really bad That's with okay. years. Okay, okay, but it was N- Napoleon. Just Napoleon make something up. The third, okay, uh, was was on this rampage to to take over the world. Okay, uh, one 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 something. Juanita, one something. I don't know whatever his name is. Juan Barres, Barres, Barretes. Um, he was the leader of Mexico. It was like 1840, something like that. Okay, he was the leader of Mexico. There was a civil war in Mexico. It drained the coffers of the Mexican bank. Okay, they had no more money. They owed a lot of money to uh, Spain, and to Britain, and to France. So all three of those countries decided to come over to Mexico and say, "We're going to kick your ass because you you." And so, well, Berez said, "I'm not going to pay any debt for two years. Two years. I'm I'm canceling all debt payments because we have no money and we we can't we can't pay our debt." So we have to rebuild our economy, and so those three were those three sent ships and ships and ships to, and uh, Spain and the Great Britain actually uh, communicated and came to an agreement with the leader. I forget his name, 
And they said, okay, well, all right, fine. Two years, you know, we understand your situation. France, on the other hand, was was being helmed by, uh, actually, I think it might have been Napoleon III. It wasn't the original Napoleon. Whatever. Okay. France was like, nope, this is our opportunity to get in there and uh, take over. We want to be imperialistic. We want to rule. We want Mexico to be friendly to the French. Like, we want, we want to have, like, an enclave. So we are going to fight you. And we're going to try to take over. And so what happened was um, they sent over 8,000 troops. And the Mexicans only had 4,000 troops. And there was a, a huge battle at Pueblo. And the Mexicans won. And it was a, they were completely outnumbered. They had lousy guns, whatever. They had All they had was like, you know, rotten tomatoes to throw. Sure. Um, they beat him. It was it was a, a unbelievable victory. Unbelievable victory. Hooray! Hooray! Yay, hooray! Mexico. Okay, so France goes, you know, Let's crawling. Let's celebrate crawling with a no negro modella. Right on. Hey, mm-hmm. cheers. Cheers. Okay, so didn't really matter much, seemingly at that time, because a year later France mustered up its troops, sent thirty thousand troops over, just bulldozed over, took over, installed an emperor. There was an emperor of Mexico for three years, Emperor Maximilian. Okay. And he was he was Austrian. Actually, he was Austrian. <laughs> wow. Okay. So they installed an Austrian emperor who who was the emperor of Mexico. Okay. Well, after another after after three years, there was another uprising, and okay. So now while all that was going on, okay. Now the reason that Cinco de Mayo is very important and that you should know more about the history of Cinco de Mayo is because, uh, the the French. Ultimately, what their goal was to take over Mexico was they did not want the United States to become the United States. Who? 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 The French okay. were on the side of the Confederates. Okay. And they were funding the Confederates. with. What, what gu- year is this now? Uh, you, this said, was, you said you didn't quite know. Is it, I didn't quite know. But is it, it pre-1776? No, 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 no. Okay. So it's, no, this was during the Civil War. During the Mexico's Civil, Civil, Civil this War. This is what Mexico's Civil War and the United States' Civil War. At the same time? Pretty much the same time. Wow. I didn't okay. know that. Okay. So Carry on. France wanted uh, the, the Confederates to win, so they were actually like helping out the Confederates. So no wonder we dislike so, the French over here in this country. So when... Well, that's when they, that's why they bastards. that's why they built the, the the friendly gesture of the um, of the Statue of Liberty. Was that France or Spain? That was France. Okay, and that was right. That was right after all that because sure. they were like, "Oh my God, we had these Sorry. assholes in government." And, yeah, exactly. Statue. Here you go. But they stuffed it full of little French guys that ran out and said, <laughs> "We have creeps. We have creeps." <laughs> And French uh, rights here. We got this nice statue, but why don't we got all these assholes? Well, see, they didn't. They didn't. It's like the Trojan horse. Sure, the sure. Trojan horse yeah, had yeah. like guys that came out and killed everybody, right. but the French came out with all kinds of fatty foods. <laughs> slow death. In two hundred years, you I predict g- that these guys will have an obesity problem of epic proportions. Then we will roll over them. Then we will take them. <laughs> I think it's about time. Anyhow, anyhow, so that that. Beating the 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 French, the mm-hmm. the Mexicans beating the French at Pueblo on the fifth of May. The battle took place on the fifth of May. Okay, and so that the French had to have a year to rebuild. Okay, their troops to come back and take over Mexico. So Cinco de Mayo is essentially in that year celebrating the first victory of Mexico. One, not the first, but like oh, a big one, the big, a, like the big, a, like victory. a yes, sure, okay. and it, and it rallied the troops, and it also stopped the French. Uh, funding of the Confederacy uh, war effort against the Union. 
Oh. And if that would have continued, the the, the Confederacy it, 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 might have won and we would not have a United States. Is this, and that's why it's a big deal. Is this pre or post-Maximilian? Pre. Pre-Maximilian. Because, because okay. a year later, that's when the French came back with 30,000 troops. Okay. Steamrolled. And by that time, I think the, the Gettysburg had already been won. Okay. Um, and then they installed Maximilian. It's kind of interesting because I, when I found this Maximilian guy, he's got this craziest beard I've ever seen. It's okay. ridiculous. You should Google him up. It's funny. Um, I thought, I thought, oh my God, this guy's a jerk. He's the emperor of Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. He's from Austria. The French just installed him as emperor of Mexico. I mean, there's all these, I mean, what are Mexicans? They're, you know, mostly like, uh, indigenous Indian Tobacco people. farmers. Well, they're indigenous, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're indigenous Latin American people, um, people from, you know, the, and then uh, maybe some Spaniards mixed, you know, they interbred and whatever. Aztecs? Yeah. They're, well, there's there's tons of different right, ones. Sure. There's lots of them. And so here comes France, and they're like, well, we're going to install an emperor, you know. And th- there was always a lot of hatred there. Probably and this pure white guy just like, mm. He's from Austria, for God's sakes. Yeah. Je will bring me. I don't know how to do an Austrian, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Austrian accent. But. So there was a lot of uh, animosity, but. When when they finally when the revolution took over and 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 uh, this Juan Barres or whatever his name is Valdez yeah sure we'll call him that <laughs> um, when when uh, his revolution uh, like took over and and kicked and they caught Maximilian he was trying to sneak out and his wife said come away come away and and they and like everybody all the all the centers of power in the world like Germany and Austria and, uh, they were all like get out of there get out of there they're gonna they're gonna take and he was like nope I'm gonna stick with it because I got some loyal people here and. And so they, they caught him and they stuck him in jail. And then they, eventually the guy was like, even though the, the revolutionary guy was, was kind of respected him and liked him, that, I got this all from Wikipedia. Sure, no, that's... And it's, it, but it, it rings a lot of truth. Um, it, when he was standing there being, being executed, he said, you know, Mexicanos, I, this, is, this is for freedom and I believe in, in, you, in your independence and your state. Uh, so let my blood uh, 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 flow so that it never has to happen again, that you will have your independence. So even though he was like installed as the emperor, which sounds like he he actually just really believed in the in the Mexican state. Anyway, so what a convoluted story, hey? Well, any questions? Uh, yes, there'll be a quiz next next week. Um, what what was September sixteenth? September sixteenth is uh, Mexico's Independence Day from Spain, and and and. Cinco de Mayo was the victory, the big victory At over Pueblo, yes, which over France. Which the reason, the reason, the, the, the reason. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is history with Eric. The reason, the reason that, that Cinco de Mayo is Cinco so popular. Cinco de Mayo exists. Is it because of what follows? <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty good at that. Thank you. The um the reason it's so popular here in America is because I think people realize or the the facts came out that we might not be America without that victory. Without the Mexicans re- repelling the French at mm-hmm. in that battle, the the Mexican emperor might have been installed a year earlier. And the the funds and the funding and the and the support for the Confederate Army might have tipped the balance in in the American Civil War because the French wanted the Confederacy to win. That's I, the big spiel for Cinco de Mayo. Sure, I believe that part. But 
the latter part of that. The prior part, I, I don't necessarily buy. You having some problems there? What latter part? You mean the aluminum ladder part where you have to <laughs> climb on the roof and check for hail damage? Well, yeah, you don't want to do that when it's lightning out. You might get uh, struck. No, the I am having problems here. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a little grommet. How's this? Grommety. That's fine. There's a, a little twisty it's, it's thing. It's locked. Oh. Okay, we've been talking about that a lot. Yeah, time. yeah, no, no, no. But, one more uh, question. Uh, um, two more uh, questions. Okay, two more questions, and then we have to move on because <laughs> we have uh, Osama we, bin Laden we is, got a is waiting in the, schedule, in, the, yeah. in the rotisserie. Waiting in the rotisserie. We fished him out of the lake, <laughs> and we're frying him up. We got a nice uh, uh, – the colonel came Bernays, in, uh, and he put his 12 herbs and seasonings on him. It's going to yes. be beautiful. It's gonna we're going to cook up his wives and, and <laughs> serve them as, as appetizers. It's going to be a feast, <laughs> to, a feast to remember. I mean, there's a lot of wives there. Jeez, man! They're the uh, we're gonna be able to feed the homeless for a long time off this guy and his wives. No, no, no. Um, I think you give the uh, American public too much credit as far as you said. Uh, the reason Cinco de Mayo is so uh, popular here in the United States is because uh, it, it uh, without Cinco de Mayo, we, the Confederacy may have won. I think that's. I, I think you're probably right that uh, that is historically accurate. However, I don't think that when you go down to the bars and people are whoop, 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 drinking their I think Cinco de Mayo is another reason for people to drink. It's, it's just like uh, They St. don't Patrick's know the reason. Day. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. It's like, oh, Cinco de Mayo. And but then everybody what, else goes, to, everybody goes to the Mexican restaurant yeah, and drinks right. shitty beer and, and gets right. drunk and yay. And they've, but now they, you know the truth. They, they drag their Mexican friend out. And they're like, hey, my buddy, hey, Seuss, I uh, work with him. Irene was like, eh, Cinco de Mayo. But see, she's, she's a true Mexican, so she's like, eh. It happened in Pueblo, da, da, da. and I'm sure she didn't really know the the, the connotation or whatever. Anyways, but all right, so uh, nah. Nah, nah. it's it's a Negro here. It's a pretty good beer. Okay, so let Negra me Modelo. Let me talk it's about a dark beer from Mexico. It's got I like the the gold and the gold leaf. Sure, I think that's sure. real gold leaf. That's a nice touch. Gold no, schlager. I, I doubt it's it's real gold. It's from Mexico. Hello. <laughs> they ain't got no money down there. Oh my there. gosh, are you kidding? That's where most of the gold in the world came from. Yeah, that in Egypt. Mexico doesn't keep For some it. reason, that's where God decided to plant all the gold. I'm going to bury my gold in Mexico, <laughs> Mexico and in Egypt. Egypt. But do the Mexicans get to keep that gold? They're going to give it all to the <laughs> They're going to give it away to somebody the else. Pope. The Pope is my handle there on earth, so he gets it all. They're going to give it away for pennies on the ounce. I want him to make a 45-foot statue of me out of solid gold. Mexican. Get my beard right. I want every hair. <laughs> every follicle every to be. <laughs> I want it to be follicle accurate. <laughs> um, and now cover up that bald spotting on the back there. That, that you can be follicle Make sure to get my feet. Uh, um, Mexican beer is not good beer, in my opinion. Really? You I, don't like Corona? Uh, is Corona Mexican? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's made in Corona, Mexico by Coronas. C- Corona has a shelf life of exactly... Four days. Are you serious? <laughs> and if you don't, dr- well, I mean, come on, it, you've had a good Corona. Oh, of course. That's what I'm saying. Is if you, you must have had it in Corona, Mexico. If you capture that sitting beer, in the Corona brewery uh, uh, within four days of it being shipped to here. Oh, come on. No, uh, uh, chances are if you get a Corona, it's going to be skunky. Yeah, it depends if where you, you get it. If you don't get a skunky Corona, what about you, Landshark? And you throw that's not that's a lager, and that's that's Jimmy Buffett's beer, and it's not from Mexico. It tastes a lot like Corona. Yeah, well, and it's. It, it, you have better Corona lager. Yeah, of course. All I okay. think most all Mexican beers are lagers, and, and I have a theory on why that is. Oh, because when you're in the hot, hot sun near the hot, hot equator, do you want a cloyingly thick bock 
beer? Well, or do you want something light and refreshing and crisp? We get an ale. And then the other question. Ales aren't, ales aren't necessarily uh, they're, they're, box. They've got maybe some yeast sediment in there. They're not, they're not uh, thirst quenching. I don't know. Most well, now wait a minute though, because if you think about a, a, the 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 practice of brewing a lager and the practice of brewing an ale, ales are brewed faster and warmer. Sure, and lagers, I mean, in Mexico where it's hot, well, they've got refrigerators in Mexico. Yeah, they didn't in the day back in the day. I mean, the Aztecs when they they probably brewed beer, brewed yeah. them in the pyramids and Quetzalcoatl's tomb or something. Sure. Well, uh, the Egyptians invented beer, so I'm just saying that I've not I've not, and, and, and you know what. Uh, a listener, uh, if there's a listener out there who can recommend, I'm serious. We're gonna find one. We're gonna find one, and it might be like it might be a year from now when somebody finally discovers this podcast and they're listening to the back catalog. That's when they're gonna find the like, bat catalog. Email. Quick, they're Robin, gonna, to the bat catalog. They're gonna be like, "Well, I'm on issue or episode 225." Jeremy, to the bat catalog. Uh, they're gonna be listening to this uh, episode. They're gonna be like, "Hi, oh, the future." Yes, hi, future us or or hi, future listener. Give comments to past us because seriously, it's been years, and and I I find myself like I said, not a beer journeyman, but somewhere in between beer apprentice and beer journeyman. So I I know a fair amount about beer. I've not found a good Mexican beer. It's always very light, thin, uh, not not hoppy. The Negra Modella is bad. like the exception. It's probably one of the better ones because it actually has a little bit of flavor to it. Uh, and and of course, I guess you're right. You got me on the Corona. If you get like a nice Corona, uh, fresh, quote unquote, with that lime in there, and it's not skunky, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a good refreshing mm-hmm. summer beer. I give you that. I so, love Corona. Yeah. Other than Corona, a fresh Corona that's not skunky. Hmm. What's a good Mexican beer? I I, mean, I, to, what, what did we have the other day? The, the other week, a couple weeks ago, I brought in a, pa- a six pack of. Was it Tecate or? Yeah, that was not good. I don't like it. You didn't like it? No. Uh, I've had Tecate, Pacifico, Negra Light, or no, Modella Light, uh, Modella Negro. uh, Have you ever had Polk? Polk? Polk. P-O-L-K? P-U-L-Q-U-E. No. Nope. Neither have I. Okay. Is it Mexican? It's Mexican. Look, uh, I I would be up for trying it. Well, what it is, is you know the big agave plant? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, they make tequila out of agave. Sure, sure. They also make polk. Okay. Polk is okay. So wait, is, wait, hang on. Is polk a beer or is it a liquor? It's a or a malt it's beverage. A, well, a malt beverage. Okay, let's let's get some definitions yeah, here. Let's do a that. malt beverage is a beer because when you have a barley kernel, I think we talked about and this it last. Grows, week. We talked about this it last. Malt. Let's okay. So and then agave. Well, liquor is it a fermented sugar? Liquor is when you take some sugar from, say, potatoes or from um, agave, agave, and you ferment it. Because that's what rum is, isn't it? Agave or some cactus? No, uh, no, tequila. Tequila. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Rum is from sugar cane. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Brandy. I'm not really sure what brandy is. Brandy's like brandy. I think is is uh, it's distilled wine. Oh. Okay. So what you do is you ferment. There's two steps to liquor. Sure. So you ferment, and then distill. you distill. Oh, so you get all that water out of there, and then yeah. you've got like constant. You got like, yeah. So okay, if you that take makes, that makes a lot if of you sense. take potatoes, so and could you, you wait? Could and you, you th- ferment mm-hmm. potatoes? You could get potato wine. Okay, and then you would distill it. You'd get vodka. Okay, so can you distill beer? That's a good question because I don't I don't know because you were talking about malt beverages. Well, right. agave is not a malt beverage. Agave is 
an agave beverage. Okay. They take because there's so much sugar content in the agave that they ferment the the liquid from the plant. Okay, which and has got to have some sort of sugar. It's got sugar content. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. So they ferment it, and it gets it's like a thick syrupy beer. Hmm. But it's not a malt. It's a it's a fermented agave, and it's called pulque. And then if they take that pulque, which is already like four percent alcohol, five percent alcohol, and they distill it, that's where you get tequila from. Hmm. Interesting. So and pulque though, so for some reason they just the they don't or they can't bottle it and they can't can it. It oh. goes bad or something. I don't know. So what you're telling me is that this stuff exists and we can't get it in this country. Yeah, I think so. Check it out. I don't know all the facts on that because I haven't done any research. Listeners, future or present. I just did a. I, I don't even know how I know all that, honestly. I don't, I don't know a, how I know my hey, knowledge. you know what? Even if you made that up, that's a very interesting story. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I couldn't make I probably that did. <laughs> so, Polk. but the question about ferment or <clears throat> distilling beer. Distilling beer. That's a really interesting question because I don't know what you'd get if you distilled a malt beverage. So. I don't know what you'd get. I mean, there's. Let's take a step back here. When you, we've both made wine. You more so than I. And and when you make wine and you uh, ferment it and you bottle it, the end result is, is wine. It's not carbonated because a carbonated wine would be like a champagne, right? You could. Well, the only difference is, is that um, you, you ferment it either to completion. Oh, you, oh, oh, oh. Or oh. because if you put a little more sugar in and really and put those fancy caps yeah. on there, you could make your sparkling wine. You easy. make a sparkling wine. Okay, yeah, so that's how that's how you carbonate your beer. Remember? So for you beer, put just enough sugar in at the you, end, you cap it up, and then it ferments a little bit more because as it right. ferments, blah, 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 it creates those bubbles. So so instead of adding priming sugar at the end of your beer. You would just throw that beer into a distillery and yep, and you, although here's you would an get interesting something. fact, but then you would have like because there's wheat beers, lager beers, pilsner beers, brown ale beers, IPA beers. I mean, what would your final and, and that's all from the adjuncts and the other things that are in the ingredients that you throw in the beer. If you distilled that, would you get something very similar in the end, or would you have like? IPA liquor, brown well, ale liquor, think stout about, liquor. Think about your uh, think about your uh, your local liquor store. You got yeah. twenty different varieties of rum. You got ten different varieties of uh, scotch. You got ten different varieties of, of gin. You got there's there's yeah. yeah there's differences sure. Besides the there's fact that like think one about kind it, think of about vodka it. though, and think about it. Wheat beer is brewed from wheat. Yeah. That's totally different than a beer that's brewed from barley. All right, forget about wheat then. Take wheat out of the okay. equation. Take well, all those other things that are made out of barley. And not okay, that so rice beer. beer yeah, it's it's those crazy things that you put in mm-hmm. in that addition gives you to the... That gives yeah. you the style and the definition yeah. of what it is. So I don't know, you know what, what would happen if you distilled <clears throat> beer. I have no idea. I honestly have never pursued that uh, that particular avenue of, of um, thought. I, it probably occurred to me at some point, but I never. I, I've I've got so many other things on my plate. That, so what uh, we need to do is we need to find a way to. Did, well, we can build a distillery. A distiller. Oh, I want to talk about that. What we're distilling some beer. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Three quarters of a pint. It's magic hat, and it's all sorts of clever because it says it's not quite a pale ale. That's what style it is, and it's number nine, right? That's an obvious reference to. I don't know some some group from the '60s or something. Uh, best when fresh, best enjoyed by date on neck of bottle. Oh, here's the true test. So, what's the neck date? Oh, was that the box elderbugs? What? 
Oh, yes, yes. No, I believe it was the ants. Uh, I'm a little concerned because I don't see a date on the neck. Do you? Yeah. Oh, there it is. March 31st, 2011. Oh, oh, uh, looks like you got swoggled. Six days out. This is the leavenings. You got you got swoggled. It's it's Cinco de Mayo. You so. got woggled. I mean, like if you're at the grocery store and there's cheese that's five days old, you'd buy it, right? Depends if it had hair all over it. But Unless if if you go special... into your fridge and there's like some cheese that's five days old, five days past like the sell by date, would you throw it out or would you? Uh... I poured some milk out today that was uh, <clears throat> actually not supposed to be bad for another two days, but what was it bad? It smelled really bad. Well, so I was like, that doesn't yeah. count. It looks pretty. It does. It is a sparkling. I like the fact that it's from. Hue. I like the fact that it's from Vermont. Oh, is it Verm- Vermilion beer? I like Vermont. Vermont, yeah, the kingdom Vermont. of Vermont. I want to go on. Tra- I want to go travel more. For God's sake! Wow, it is very pretty. I don't make enough money though, and I got all these kids. It stuff. looks very light. Ooh, it smells like skunks. Ooh, it smells like weedy Ooh. weeds, like weeds. Oh man! All right, well the the first Ooh. beer was good. This beer, all right, here we go. Um, well, it smells doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, is, I smell pretty bad, but I taste good. You know that. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, this is the number nine Magic Hat Night, qu- not quite pale ale. Hold it. Oh my hold gosh. It, hold it. Hold it. Is not the flavor that I expected. It's almost candyish in a weird way. Not the flavor that I at all expected from the nose. That's not bad at all. No, it's not. It's it's almost like a candy, like a weird. Not very sugary, but this it's almost mapley. That's almost mapley. Well, Vermont. Excuse me. You hungry over there? Am I? Was that me? All I had was some pretzels and peanut butter for dinner. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is not bad. But the smell, God, mm. it's hard to get past that smell. It, it's got a, and you can't help but have a sniff of it as you're drinking it, if you're drinking out of a pint glass. It's weird. Yeah, this is good. This is almost yeah. like Clar Brune. I like this. This is like Clar Brune beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little bit more flavor than Clar Brun, but like it's that. it's got the same kind of not flavor. So we were talking about. Um, oh yeah, uh, that's weird. And I like it finishes it. very clean. Oh, super clean. There's not a trace of that left on. But my it's palate. a it is a really it, oh I no there's to, there's hops. Well, there's hops. In Lots it. of hops, but it must be but some weird variety of hops. I bet it's it, it, the that's hops, what it is. The hops bites you right away, but it's gone. No, I can t- I I feel it back here. Oh, in the back here. Oh, yep. I feel the hops back there. In the back of your throat. Yep. I can, I can, and, and like when I breathe, I, it's like, it, it kind of opens up. There's, hops breath. Yeah, there's hops. <clears throat> there's hops in there. So That's we, what gives it that smell, too, because there's certain types of hops. That we were talking you. about. Oh, there's like 30 varieties of hops. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of hops out there. And I bet you Just, could like crossbreed hops, too, if you really like with cross-pollination or some crazy crap. You know what? how you can make like pumpkin cucumbers or pumpcumbers? Oh yeah, that's right. Pump cumbers. You can make. You can cross. I I coined that phrase. Yes, you did. Pump cumbers. And that's what happened. So we were, you, I was wondering what the hell was going because for three years in a row I was like, what the fuck? Well, are we, my cucumbers. They're these huge orange cucumbers that like, yeah. and then get really hard. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Well, we ended up with some of the same things. We planted our cucumbers yep. too close to the pumpkins. They cross pollinated. We ended up with pump cumbers. So I guess what I'm saying is that isn't it possible then to like cross pollinate some hops or something? Oh, of course. And come so, yeah. up with like sure. a new strain that's probably awful, but but maybe it's good. No, you never know. Who knows what's a good hop? I don't. You know, it's so difficult to tell. That that's yeah. yeah. That's that's you know, where that's why I'm like, you know what? Okay, fine. I have I have a degree in anything, but you know, to get really really into it, it's like. 
I mean, computers are maybe a little bit different because I'll tell you that I like the Cascade hops, but yeah, the Imperial hops that's that's for the children. That's that's the stuff that we stay away from. But the Fuggles, <laughs> the Fuggles, Willamette. But, but the Willamette hops. Mm, now, if you want mm, your liberty, if you want to put your your taste buds to a taste treat, get yourself some Willamette hops. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Either. It's either got hops or it doesn't have hops. Right. But anyways, we're talking about distilling. Of course, maybe <clears> this is. This is our this is our uh, our eye opening awakening taste bud awakening could be that if we do a little research on this magic nine and it turns out because if you look in the brew magazines it's like oh yep we can do a, a clone of the magic sure. nine magic sure. hat mm-hmm. and they say yeah they have a, a, a unique strain of hops that you know only grows on the full moon and <laughs> harvested you know in by Vermont, midgets yeah next or, to the ocean on the second Saturday of the third. Right, week of and there's and March. there's there was a radioactive spill there, and <laughs> right? So they're like <clears throat> Vermontian, Vermilion hops, Vermilion, and that's and you have to get hold of that to to get this particular flavor in the brew. Um, so we were talking about fermenting. We we're talking about fermenting beer, but fermenting so beer, beer my, schnapps. My my thought on on my my understanding of distilling is that I, I imagine uh, two uh, jugs essentially. One jug is being heated. And the other jug is not. And there's like a big tube that connects the two. And as the one jug is being heated, the steam rises and hits that tube and cools down and like drips basically the steam uh, into water into the second jug while leaving any sort of impurities or anything that's too heavy to be traveled with the steam in the first jug. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's like that's basically the definition of distilled water. So when you're distilling, so I guess what I'm trying to get to here is like, I understand like if you distill uh, fermented potatoes, you end up with vodka. Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm wondering with this fermented beer idea, if you took an IPA or if you took a Maybach or whatever style, wouldn't it just maybe leave all that adjunct stuff behind and then just take? It depends. You can can, uh, tweak your distillation uh, to, to carry along a lot more or a lot less of those adjuncts, I think. Oh. I now, think. you had it probably, I'm sure there's some physics, like if the if the jug is six cubic meters by 12 meters, it's going to have, but if it's smaller, it'll, I don't know, physics. Well, that's and, where chromatography comes into play. You had, a, you had a story about distilling, or you were going to say something about distilling before I interrupted with the number nine. Yeah or no? Nah. I thought you had something to say about distilling. No, mm, I, I think it's just really interesting that I, I've never heard of uh, distilling oh, beer, beer, that nobody's ever oh, no, no, really no. distilled beer. You said, because uh, I said, hey, w- we should find a distillery, and you said, oh, we can make a distillery. Oh, yeah, there's, well, there's plans on the internet. Oh, well, how the, do you... anar- the Anarchist Cookbook. It's, you, you get like a big pot, and you boil water, and then you, and then you, it, you, or you, 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 well, basically, what you said, you know. You Actually, well, all right. I, you're so, well, that's how you distill well, something. What was that show yeah. uh, on on PBS for a while? It was like Frontier House, Frontierland. It was kind of like uh, one of those uh, real life shows. What do they call those? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I, I re- these people went out in the woods yeah. and they had to like they had a year and they had to plant their crops and blah 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 and live in the house and sow their 
quilts or whatever. And then and, they um, say like after like the second week, they're like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that we've ever done. No, actually a lot of them like really got into it. And, and did it they was, do like multiple seasons? Because I think my parents were telling me about the first season. And Yeah, I watched it over there actually. I, I think they were expecting time. like, this is going to be like MTV's real world. Yeah, we're going to have like yeah. video testimonials and we're going to rock out. No, but I think the, no, they these, got there and they're like no, milking goats. These and they're people, like, oh no, these people knew what they signed up for. Oh, okay. They knew that they were going to be out there milking goats. And right. I, I would totally sign up for that for a year. I would totally do that. I would love it. Oh my god, work and being dirty and and knowing what you do. I'm sorry. That's no, that's I, what I'm all about. I, I I like that back to the earth kind of crap. I I do. I'm I'm a dirty hippie, whatever. Um, but the point is, is that one of the you could take like one thing mm-hmm. from modern society, modern society, right? and this guy like he took like a like a like a like a big piece of metal and everybody's like what the hell are you gonna do with this and he was an engineer and blah 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 and it turned out that this piece of metal it was like a like a like a it was a, it was a still okay so and he rigged it up and he got the thing going and he started making moonshine making some mooch. and he <laughs> so he sure. just like spent the whole time drunk because he was <laughs> like picking I don't know what he made what he what he uh, well at that point to, to I mean do, like ferment but if you can if you can figure out how to do that you can pick blueberries raspberries anything that's got yep. any sort of beets doesn't yep. matter and it's and wild honey wild bring me yeast. some of them carrots. Wild yeast? We'll, well go and get some carrot liquor. But you still have to have food, you know? Well, what do you mean? What? Well, you still have to have, like, okay, so if, see, well, I guess what I was thinking was, like, they would just stick them out there and say, all right, you, you're out there. But they did have the store available, and they had, like, an X amount of dollars. Well, you're right. You know? They had, like, a country store, and they right. had to, like, so do they some could, bartering, maybe. Like they had to go Yeah, so garden. he could say, all right, well, I'm going to set cash. up the still in the back. Oh, you know, they could trade liquor. I'm going to go into town and buy myself. 10 pounds of sugar mm-hmm. and he probably mm-hmm. just fermented the sugar sure and they probably already they probably sold yeast because people were baking oh sure you know hey that's a good question so like i go to woodman's or the grocery store and they sell baker's yeast could i you could totally ferment with that yeah okay i mean it might give you that's like some enough. weird flavors sure but because but it gets you drunk i mean right? look at look at uh the if you look at the cooler over at the wine and hop shop there's 40 or 50 40, different varieties yeah. of yeast. And every know? time I go there, I'm like, Ugh. Uh, yeah, give me the, give me the little round ones. <laughs> I'm like, that one sounds German. Give me that one. <laughs> oh, it's a first and curious of purple arts. Oh, the, yeah. I'll make the Hurston first and yeast. <laughs> well, that's what's making me fun of. <laughs> you can make be a schnapps with that. And the, and the Y yeast, the Y yeast. Oh yeah. The, I don't know. Whatever that is. The Is that hops or is that just a, Yeast is a company. Oh. <laughs> Whatever they make, I'm gonna I'm buying. Just just put it in my I cart. I like that here. stuff, man. They're gonna send me some shui. I'm gonna I'm gonna advertise. For I'm gonna them. get a Yeast baseball cap. Yo, rock. Yo, yo, <laughs> we're rocking with the Yeast club. So you looked up. This is how the Yeast rocks. That's how the Yeast rolls. Yeah. You said you looked up um, distilled beer and you got schnapps. not much. Yeah, beer. Well, schnapps beer is basically schnapps. I think a German. General term for uh, distilled uh, stuff. Liquor. Yeah, yeah. If you distill something, like if you ferment something and then distill it, you get a schnapps. That's what schnapps is. You can distill root beer. You can distill wait, wait, wait. anything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So peaches or uh, wait, grapes wait, wait. or I'm confused. Uh, yeah, I, I take some root beer. I want to make some root beer schnapps. So I take some root beer which has no alcoholic content, and if I distill that, then I just have really potent root beer. Right, well, 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 I've got 
Okay, so you make root beer with alcohol in it. Oh, okay, so it and has to start off it. with some sort of alcohol oh, yeah. content. Yeah, it has to. And so the distilling process just makes it more concentrated? Distilling is is really nothing but concentrating, Okay. Yes. So now this is the question. Now, mm. I was talking about earlier that, that you have two jugs. One has got like the... Big the, nipple. The big nipple. And the other <laughs> one's got the third nipple. And then you get to, you know... Um, so you've got these two jugs. Squirty. And yuck. And one of them is going to have like whatever turned into steam and dripped into it. And the other one's going to have basically the leavenings. Yes. Which would be, in my mind, the concentrate, right? Because mm. you're going to like take all of the water out and leave all of the heavier yeah. stuff So behind. you want to make sure that when you fermented, mm -hmm. you were really clean with your fermentation. Because so which side are you taking for the root beer schnapps? Are you taking that... That concentrate that. Uh, you know what? Root beer schnapps was a really bad. I threw that it's out. The only there. schnapps I've ever had. It was a really bad example because okay. I have a feeling what they do is they take vodka and add a little root, a little beer, root flavor, beer flavor, and that's what they, they and then they call it call schnapps. schnapps. Okay, okay. There's not like a I schnapps going bozen. You know, I, <laughs> I guess schnapps hein hein bogen. I've been really confused about what what actually constitutes a schnapps. Uh, and that's your German lesson for the day. That's my German lesson for the day. Because Should I say it slower? Uh, no. Okay. Unless you want to. Go ahead. Schnaps getrunken und gestunken, nicht getrunken und doch gestunken. Liebe getrunken und gestunken, als nicht getrunken und doch gestunken. And that means... Some German guy bouncing a baby on his knee who was really drunk one day. No, it means... Just started mumbling. If I drink schnapps, I will stink. If I don't drink schnapps, I'll stink anyways. So I'd rather drink schnapps and stink than not drink schnapps and stink anyways. That's, that's words to live by, quite honestly. <laughs> so anyways, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm not a very experienced liquor connoisseur. Because I, I don't believe that I've ever really had like a schnapps drink. Or you haven't licked her a lot? Well, <laughs> I poked her in the rear once, but never <laughs> licked her. Never licked her in the front. That would be brown ale, then, yeah. <laughs> That's my Reichsnachsburg. Ooh, oh, do you like my Reichsnachsburg? <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Would you like a little schnapps? <laughs> I've got a little schnapps for you. Oh, is that schnapps in your pocket or you're just happy to see me? So schnapps to me seems like you have a little bottle of schnapps in your pocket? That's exactly it. Schnapps to me seems like a little old lady little old lady's drink. <laughs> what? No? I don't know what that was. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my rice. Um your microphone's squeaking. It is. Kind it's, of it's, I, I, I can't I can't <laughs> this is this, all right. So happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody! This Woo, is wow. This has been like the the alcohol cast. This has been like the beer cast. Well, it's a extended. Cinco what else de is Mayo. going on? We got Bin Laden. Nah. Woohoo! What he used his wife as a shield. What do you want me to say? I don't know. You should say yeehaw! Hooray! America! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah. America number one. I mean, isn't it kind of neat? I don't know. Isn't it good? Is it a good thing? You think? Oh wow! What? Okay, so explain your position here. You're like sitting there all melancholy. Like, yeah, now we got nothing to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now, all those guys over there, man. Now they're like out of a job. They're it was so up. much more exciting when we were pursuing Bin Laden. Yeah. Now, you know, it's like the thrill of the hunt. You know, 
This is the chase card. When you're looking for that toy or that video game and finally you find it, you've got the remorse. Or you're you're buying dinners and you're buying the flowers and you're mass murderer you're, remorse. Right, right. <laughs> you're trying to get into those panties and once you do it's like yeah, eh, next really, one. Really next, not that great. Charlie Sheen, you know. Oh, next. Next. Winning. Got to um, get into that one. Oh yeah, got to get into that one. What do I th- I don't uh, you bing, know Bing, bing, got it. Got it. Did it. Done that. Ooh, Rosie O'Donnell. That's the next. <laughs> Got to get into that. And maybe she's a total freak. Yeah, she likes schnapps. <laughs> she gets liquored up on schnapps. She's oh, like, yeah. She put likes, it here. She likes goat schnapps. Could be. She likes fermented goat. I, I don't know. what. I... Ooh, goat concentrate. <laughs> what? Hi, Rosie. If you're out there, send us an email. Yeah. You're listening. I know you are. Yes, yes. This podcast is right up Rosie's alley. <laughs> what? It's like that goat. It's like that goat. In between the Rosie alley. <laughs> that goat schnapps. The rosy cheeks. Well, wait, tell me what. <laughs> how you feel about the whole Bin Laden thing. Oh, my God. I love him. I'm hoping to make him for Christmas again this year. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had him. Mm-hmm. He's good, though. I mean, they're good. Bin I Laden's love sticking him right in my Laden's mouth. Mm. I like sticking them with the toothpicks. <laughs> like three or four <laughs> toothpicks. We should make them. We should make a plan to make them this year. For those of you who are listening and have no idea what we're talking about. Or Laden. It's the Germans. German. Germans what is made it? a what wonderful it? thing. It's like it's like beef, beef and... sliced really thin, pounded with a hammer, salt and pepper, and then like a little bit of mustard maybe if you're into it. Onions and bacon diced up fine. Roll that meat into like a burrito. And, and then dredge it in flour. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm okay, Lainey okay. is all goes to town on the toothpicks. I'm I'm a cook. I'm a chef. I mean, I was kind of trained a little bit. Okay, right, right, right. So I know how to roll those suckers. I don't even need a toothpick. Okay. Because what you do is you roll them, roll them really tight. tight. You roll them like a burrito, and you pound them really thin. Sure. I like pounding them really thin too. And is, is it cheap meat or I mean, mm, no, you think it meat? is, but you buy like. 10 pounds of it or 20 oh, pounds okay. of it and it turns out to be like 50 bucks 60 oh, bucks okay, okay. it's it's like round jesus man that's really obnoxious i know and i can't i can't turn this just thing. hold that thing um we only got a couple minutes left so there so, you go so oh. you uh i'm gonna go hands-free too i'm gonna go here we go yeah we go so you roll these things it's up like them in flour, fry them all right to like seal in everything and then sure. you like ba- braise them for like four hours what's braising just like in the braising is like a like fill it fill it like a, a huge pan cover it and fill it with water like cover them up with water put the put the cover on boom throw them in the oven at like 300 for okay. four or five hours and they just slowly cook and then and they're they very just, tender oh my god they they're fall apart and, and you can't go around with onions and bacon no. you know no. i mean traditionally i think they put a pickle in them but okay so they're called a rouladen rouladens okay. and sometime around 2003 or 2004 they just morphed into bin ladens <laughs> and it's just stuck with the family ever since so every, but now it's like there's no more bin ladens so oh it's there's like, there's bin ladens well there's gonna have to be there's we're gonna no, have to have look, like a he had a lot of wives those wives probably bore a lot of children. There's plenty of Bin Ladens left in the world. Actually, he's got like 17 brothers and right. sisters. He's got too. a lot of. He's got a big. And family. they're all like, "Oh yeah, well, we're just good businessmen. There's nothing wrong with us." It was the, kind. Of, it was he kind was like a like his father was like a like a construction mogul. Yeah, yep. Friends of the United States, but the whole Bin Laden thing was kind of out of left field, you know, like. There's been so many conspiracy theories uh, uh, from since 9/11 uh, 
uh, like he's on dialysis, he's living in a cave, he's already he's dead, in a cave, yeah. blah, 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 all these things. And at some point, like all of that noise turns into like white, white noise. And you're just like, I don't even care. And so you're just living your life, you're moving on. And then one day you turn on the TV and it's like, Bin Laden is dead. The Navy SEALs went in and he killed him. And you're like, what? What? Well, wait, what? Uh, okay, but in between there. All right. That's so cool. so you 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 heard all this all this stuff about him, right? Oh, you, you, whatever, he's on dialysis. He's living in right. a cave. He's, his beard is getting Noise, longer. Noise, distractions. Yeah. Right. Okay, but now once in a while he Every now and then he every now and the then tape. every once in a while something would pop up and what would happen? In your mind, you'd have this stereotype of this guy with this turban and a big white beard sitting in a cave, like kind of hiding out, kind of like Saddam Hussein. Like, oh, my God, they are going to catch me and I'm going to sit in this cave so they won't. But I'm still going to mastermind all this shit. You did, did you expect him to be in like a mansion thing with with? Did you? I mean, that was like. Whoa, he's like right here downtown Pakistan, <laughs> right in the middle of the. He's he's probably got a club in the basement that he invites all the you know the 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 hip bombers to before yeah, they go. He's got his own trip. little rave going on in the basement. Right, right, right. Blue and lights he, and, and I heard I heard he dyed his beard, like, like he like dyed green, his beard. like neon. No, he green. dyed it black. No, I don't. Like he he was embarrassed that it was white, like it was going white. He dyed it black. I I mean crazy. I guess for me like. The idea of like an evil mastermind super genius is is so Austin Powers or James Bond that like something crazy happened in this country and uh, oh we have this idea of what what it's like. Well, I don't know. Like <laughs> he's probably seen those movies too, though. Don't you think? I, I feel like he's a guy that just got lucky and and and, yeah. and has been living off of this luck. I mean, now that I mean, not now, but <laughs> since two thousand one and now he's been able to been like. Hey, you know who I am? Osama bin Laden. How about you rustle me up some ladies and some tacos? Osama's hungry. You it, think you did that? And I, I don't know, but in some parts of the country, that's going to give you some merit. I mean, I just, I, what am I trying to say? I don't, I don't think that. Like, yeah, but you really got to watch he, out because he had, he had an international price on his head. Well, I mean, I'm sure yeah, they. Uh, there was some yeah, yeah. some news release. Did he? That, did he have an international price? On his oh head? yeah, there was the guy, the the courier. The, there was like a mail guy or something. Right. It was a courier that, that like gave up his location. And he probably. He's probably. Oh my God! Well, can I mean, you imagine I hope that so. guy sure. is I, gonna make a million dollars? I hope he does. I mean. Well, that's okay, fine. so but, you don't walk around going, "Yo, wrestle me up some bitches and some tacos," <laughs> because man, they're gonna sell your ass out quicker okay, than you okay. can shit. You know what I mean? Let's put it this way. Let's say. Uh, you rob a bank and you get yourself $500,000. Are you going to are you going to go downtown and say, "Yo, yo, man, I hit up the first the first star, whatever it is." The Not the first day after you rob that bank, but perhaps 7 years later you like, "You see that bank? I fucking robbed that bank. I robbed it blind." Yeah, but not if it's this is this was an international thing, and he I get was still it, the most wanted human being on the planet. I get it, but sakes. he has been like evading the law. And I mean, yeah, the planet is a big place, but I don't know. Satellites, CIA, yeah, but they knew FBI, he was in Pakistan. KGB, they were looking for him up all in caves, these places. Though. I mean, they were looking for him up in caves. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, here he was in a. 
right downtown. Hiding in plain sight. Hiding in plain sight. Sure. It's the best well, of course, place to hide. there's a lot of controversy about the compounds. Like, how the hell but did this thing get There's always built, been right controversy, here? even when those tapes would surface. So that's why. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I'll, maybe uh, I'm equating myself with the majority of the American public where we just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, this thing happened. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. Uh, Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's on dialysis. We don't know because every time a tape would surface, the media would be like, "Osama, re- real. Osama releases a new tape. Is it real? Is it a fake? Was it? This tape looks like it was filmed in Pakistan in 2004 when Osama bin Laden was known to have been visiting the blah 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 blah. And here it is, 2006. And so all of this spin and this noise and this not yeah. not necessarily factual um, reporting so much so because because it's a 24 hour news cycle, right? So they're always like. Here's a tape, but is it real? And here's what our analysis says, and it's, it's everything has just become so so distracting that when it actually well, sure, it's television. When, it, when it actually happened, and they actually said we got Osama and he's dead, and here's what happened. It was like, ah, well, that's cool. You know, it wasn't like, I think there was a lot of like um, media of younger folks like celebrating in the streets and and whatnot, um, and I don't know what that's all about. But uh, hmm. I, I I guess I just guess for myself that uh, there's been so much so many news stories and articles and noise and conspiracy theories and uh, uh, that once it actually happens, it's like oh you know, desensitization. I feel like I've been desensitized oh, to the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, it doesn't feel like it has the significance that it should have. Like, I have to imagine that when, well, I guess Hitler killed himself, but like when they did the whole Hague trials or whatever, and they brought like a lot of the people that were uh, in the upper echelons of the Nazi party, I bet you there was a lot of tearful people that were rejoicing in in the uh, justice that had been served in that. But again, that was like a year or two after the war had ended. And here we are 10 years and $13 trillion later. We're like, yep, we finally killed one man. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. You know, no, we're, know, still, know. we're still fighting a war on three fronts and there's oh like no God. end in sight. And it's like, what is this all for? And honestly, I mean, I guess to go back to what I was trying to say is like, I guess, Osama bin Laden is like a figurehead, a face to put all this on. But I think he's a guy who got really lucky. He masterminded this thing, right? You know, he put it together. He's, he had connections. He had money. A lot of money, yeah. And he had uh, uh, the the probably the charisma to get a bunch of people to join his his Al-Qaeda. Or, actually, I don't even think he created Al-Qaeda. I think he kind of no. like came into Al-Qaeda. He was yeah. like, hey, I'm Osama bin Laden. I got a lot of money. Yep. And blah, blah, blah. And here's what we can do. And he maybe he was a good organizer, maybe. I don't know. And he's the the, the, the like Obama face. Yeah, right. So Obama's the the next terrorist. No, he's the face that we painted on this whole 9-11 thing. And, and maybe that's right. Maybe that's wrong. But I think that was a once in a lifetime thing. And I don't think it could possibly happen again from that man uh, just because of like the eyes that are on him and the, the new terror policies that are in place. Uh, I don't know. Well, right. I mean, like the, the, getting the him billions like, and billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. And more spent than spent in trillion, his name. I mean, that's a victory. Of dollars, yeah. It's a victory yeah. for him. It's not really a victory and the, and for us. And the inconvenience that it caused so many people. I mean, he shut down trillions, airports, trillions, yeah, trillions of people that have flown. Well, trillions of dollars, trillions of people. That's a lot of people. You don't there's think, only, you only, don't think a trillion people have flown 
in and out of America's security system since, since September then? 11th, 2001, in and out of the United States or inside of the United States. So this is foreigners coming in. No, I don't this think This is so. foreigners no, coming out. No, this is us no flying way. internally. No way. All right, billions. Hundreds of billions of people. Not even hundreds of billions. Right, fifties, no. tens of billions. Mm, maybe a billion. All right, whatever. A lot of people. Maybe a billion. Maybe. Ta- you're pretty excited about you're this. taking the wind out of my sails but that's okay <laughs> that's what i'm here for man i'm the i'm the big rock in front of the i'm gonna maintain that a trillion cloud. people since september 11th 2001 have been through our security protocols all right worldwide our security process worldwide sure so if like you if, if you're flying from australia to new york you traverse through our security protocols if you fly from Cleveland to Austria, you fly through our security protocols. A trillion people. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's do the math. How many times? I'm not going to do the math right um, now. How many times have you flown since 2001? At least six times. I'm talking round trip for for the people that are flying inside of the United States. All right, but I mean, if you do, even if a hundred thousand people a day, that's it would take like 50 years. <laughs> I don't know. It's a trillion is a big number. A trillion is a really big number. That's what our deficits at. I mean, it? there's only there's only like eight billion people on the planet. For God's sakes, All that right, would mean fine. every person on the planet would have to fly like a thousand times. <laughs> McDonald's has sold billions and billions of hamburgers, all right? More people fly <laughs> than eat the burgers. All right, fine. A billion no, people have been eating. McDonald's sells way more hamburgers a day than people fly. Come <laughs> on, right, dude. Fine. Get your numbers But straight. a billion, okay? So a billion people have been inconvenienced by these security protocols. Well, it's not even that, but the uh, money. Because of one man. And the and the people that have died yeah, know, because of pe- the wars. And you know what? It's not one man. It He, he happened to be, the like you said, he was the lucky guy. He's the face the, the, of the that lottery. You know what? It it reminds me of the lottery. The sure. lottery was out there. Somebody was going to win it because there's a lot of people that feel the same way he does. Sure. Because America is kind of an arrogant country, and it and it and it disenfranchises those people, and it says, yeah, it marginalizes them. It says you're not important. America is important. We're going to take. I mean, if you look at what America did to the to the to, to Prussia, to to um, the Middle East, with the oil, back in even the 1910, 1920, it just completely said, "Yeah, get out of here. We're we're this is all ours. We're taking all this. We're and this we're gonna write the contracts, and you're gonna work for us, and you're gonna give us all your oil. Here's some, basically what we did. What what the Europeans did to the Indians when they took over this country. Sure, is what we did to the to the Middle Eastern people when we went over there for their oil. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So mm-hmm. they're like, and and so they for years in the seventies in the seventies they they started shouting. They said, "Hey, this is ridiculous. We're we're sick of this. You you came over here. You did. Oh 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 oh. Uh, yeah, but we have more power. We have money and we have guns and we have uh, nuclear weapons. So I guess you're kind of out of luck." Right. Sorry. <laughs> you know? And so they got sick of it. Mm-hmm. And and so since they had no since they couldn't sit in the boardroom with a fancy suit and and talk the CEO into into uh negotiating, 
what what else could they do? Terrorism. They had to start throwing bombs in through the window, you know, and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't, if it hadn't been Osama bin Laden, it might have been Mohammed bin Farrakhan, you know, or Dubapin, whatever his name is. I mean, it would have been somebody else. So, right, it's just a figurehead name on on the movement. Yep. And he probably bankrolled a lot of it. Well, he happened he to have a lot of money. He had a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. I mean, but there are a lot of rich people over in. Oh my God! Yeah, the Saudi Arabian sheiks. For God's sakes, they're they're ridiculous. Did I have something? Yeah, just a little bit. What? What was it? Your good eyes, white. It's gone now. It was a it was a baby hawk. I'm going to assume that it was probably something else at one point. Oh, baby <laughs> hawk. Yeah. Um, I got really dry skin. Well, wow. Okay, so. So yeah. uh, he's he's gone. He's done. He's gone. He's gone. We got him. Yeah. Uh, I guess the real question Woo-hoo! is is does this does that change anything? Does that a yeah no. a a does that change anything? And b does that uh, anybody who was involved in that movement do they see that and go oh my gosh no uh, we gotta we gotta back out we gotta get out of this no you know what it, they're you know coming what it, for me next I would say I would say it's kind of like the Mexican drug wars where let me ask you this. as soon oh, as yeah. one of them gets knocked off there's 50 other ones taking his place sure let me ask you this uh, I, uh, I agree with that uh, but let me ask you this because uh, I was kind of thinking about this the whole pictures thing like should we release the pictures of oh, Osama yeah, bin yeah, Laden's yeah. dead body and my wh- wh- I have my own tape well, what 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 do you feel about that whole topic uh, or do you care? No, I, I I don't really care. So at first, like it's kind of like this. It, it's 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 conspiracy. I'd probably click on him and look at him. I but here's I, a, so I'm, I'm like nah, I'm I'm not gonna go out of my way. So I, there's it's other things I'd rather. It's conspiracy do. fodder because I'll I'll guarantee you, just as there are a certain amount of the population oh, they're still that the birthers, believe yeah. our president was born in Kenya. Oh, I just read an article today that says that while Obama was born in Hawaii. His mother and father were having an illegitimate marriage because his father was already married to a woman in Kenya and therefore was a Muslim polygamist. And the founding fathers would never want an illegitimate child born from. It was just like this convolute, like even though he was born on American soil, it was through all of these illegitimate processes. Therefore, he cannot be our legitimate president. Again, noise and the static in the background. My point is, though, there's there's still there's there's conspiracy contingency that doesn't believe, just as they don't believe the president is a native born, oh, they, naturalized American. Osama bin Laden's dead. They don't believe that Osama bin Laden's dead, and they want to see these pictures. But to that, you know, at first I was like, yeah, show us the pictures. But then I was like, you know what? People still don't believe that we landed on the moon. There's video. Yep. There's all that footage, and they say it was filmed in the back lot of a Hollywood. I mean, I know people that are like, eh, "That was bullshit." They filmed that in Hollywood. You know that, don't you? Don't be stupid. Come on, think about it. I'm like, well, all right. The wind was Maybe. blowing. Yeah, How yeah. does the wind blow on the moon? The flag was whatever. The shadow. There was a shadow that was pointing the wrong direction. Anyways, and just like I watched, uh, there was a movie called Loose Change about 9-11, how 9-11 was an inside job. And mm-hmm. and the funny thing about that movie, Loose Change, is the director slash writer has revised it at least three times. Every time like a new fact comes out that is hard to disprove, he re-edits the movie to take out like the disproving footage to add in other proving footage that disproves. Really? Newly. It's like he's on his like third or fourth draft of the film because every time they release a new fact, he's like, oh, but let me counter that with this. And so 
my th- my thought on that was initially like, yeah, release those fo- photos. But then I was like, you know what? If they release those photos, all it's going to do is it's going to make South Park. <laughs> it's going to make all of these web pages. Yeah, there was like a something growling back there. I heard it. it a like growler. A badger. It's a <laughs> all it's going to be. Do- uh, it's just going to be like. Um, South Park. South Park. So, you know, he's uh, blown, blown, head blown apart. Uh, 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 Osama bin Laden is going to be right next to Saddam Hussein and Cartman, and they're going to be making jokes with the devil and Jesus. Well, what I don't understand is they released the pictures of the bloody rooms, didn't they? As of what I read, I haven't seen them. Maybe but, I don't know. I haven't seen. Well, I read pictures. something about these. They they released these pictures of these rooms that were just blood soaked. I heard on the BBC they were like blood soaked rooms. Okay, I didn't even think and, they got And then uh, I read I read somebody's post that said that uh, he used his wife as a shield. Right, and I had heard that he was okay. unarmed and he grabbed his wife and used her as a shield. Right, so now, okay, so there's a bunch of Marines or whatever, and they bust Navy into this compound. And so here's trust this, me, the Navy's getting un- really unarmed guy in his room Marines. with his wife, and they have to shoot him to the point where there's I don't blood think they got inside. all over. I thought it was all an outside fight, but I guess I mean I don't really know. Oh, okay. But anyways, um. Huh. Anyways, I just imagine these pictures, like if you release them, as soon as it's in JPEG format, you're going to have YouTube videos and animated pictures and... Uh, we should make one. You know, have sex with Osama's bloody eye, you know. I mean... What? It, it would be a carnival. It would be like... maybe what? Maybe I said that incorrectly, but somebody would take Osama... I mean, because he got shot in the eye, right? Uh, supposedly. That's what, what the news article says. So oh, whatever picture exists probably has like, you know, that portion of his face missing so how hard would it be to photoshop in like yourself like just having sex with his eye socket right and that would happen people would do that people would release it it would get on it, it would just be like this well, i thought i was pretty twisted but wow that's, that's you don't think that that would be created of course it would be created there's I've a lot never of weirdos there out there. in my mind and my mind's pretty weird <laughs> oh no i'm the weird one well, of course, I'm the one that brought up cutting off Sarah Palin's head and fucking the stump, right? See, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty, pretty weird. weird. No, so, I heard, I read it somewhere though. I didn't well, come up with it, but anyways, I I wouldn't I wouldn't do that to Sarah Palin. As much as a moron as I think she is, I would never wish harm never, upon her. You never hump her stump. I would never <laughs> hump her stump. You're no. not a stump humper. No. Hump the body stump. No. I would prevent hump her from neck. having the stump to be humped. How's that? I would come to Sarah Palin's aid so that her head would not be chopped off. How's that? Wow. Right. Even if it was Osama bin Laden with his eye stump, eye, eye hole. <laughs> See? And that could happen. And then you'd be like, I you should make be, a video of that. Man, I should be Come laughing on. at this, but they're so wrong on so many different levels. I, I Whatever. And so whatever. I guess my yeah, point is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. just- they would, there's, there's people, there's conspiracy people that-, that Those conspiracy that people will never not believe the conspiracy. Well, it is, it is kind just of... Just like JFK. I mean, there's a whole videotape of that thing, and there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's a zillion conspiracy well, there's, theories I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird time to have Osama bin Laden. Oh, there's an election coming up, everybody, yeah, and I just, you know, I and, just and, caught him. And, and yeah, yeah, he's he's throwing his, his hat in the ring, right? I, I bet Who's within that? Obama. Well, for 2012. Yeah. I mean, course, he's, yeah. he's probably going to officially announce it probably within a couple well, he's weeks. He's already officially announced it. Actually, okay, months this, before. I will. A couple months ago. And and his his numbers have been kind of slipping. And this is already the campaign season has like totally been in high gear. So here's right? my theory. They have had bin Laden for the last three years. Yeah. They pulled him out of deep freeze, threw him into Pakistan, 
and then shot them, and they're but, like, "Hey, we got Bin Laden!" And killed now, a couple of goats and put the blood there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And now, now he's running for re-election. Right? See, we just came up with our own conspiracy, and I'll bet you, if we started going out on the internet, posting that, filming videos of us saying that, I bet you we could get a pretty good following of people that are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, those guys are right." Don't you think? If would you go right wing or left wing with it? I would just go right wing. Yeah, well, you'd have to say that Osama or uh, oh, yeah. Osama. See, Obama already had so Osama. We, okay. Indeed, actually, Bush. Bush caught. Here you go. You can go even further back. Bush has had him since two thousand three. Right. These tapes have been filmed way back when that have been released. Why would Bush want Obama? Because to Bush was a good guy, and he wanted this thing to be just. He just wanted it to be done. He's a good president. He didn't want to uh, oversell himself. He wanted to do the right thing. So they caught o- Osama. They put him in deep freeze because they just wanted him out of the way. And they didn't want to be like, look at us, we're America, and we captured He wanted He wanted to go out quietly, silently, a silent hero, a, an internal hero that he knew that he was a hero, but he didn't need to sell himself. But then Obama found out in the deep freeze cellar of the White House that Osama bin Laden was there. And he said, you know what? If my numbers ever go low, I'm going to throw this guy into Pakistan. We're going to shoot him. And that's how my numbers are going to get up. And that's what they did. Don't deny it. Think about it. Don't be stupid. Um, yeah. You don't think we could sell that? We could, I, we well, could sell okay. That. What, when we initially started this, when, when you brought that up, I thought about um, De- Dementis and Locke. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. And that's kind of what they did. They they played both sides mm-hmm. of the of the political party. But they played both sides. So they could, I don't think they ever took it that far. No, that was no, that, that was, was pretty of, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was fun. Yeah, you yeah. had fun with it. No, they, they 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 played both sides to try to steer. Yeah, and you could do that. We we could go on the 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 right wing blogs, and 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 get a following. Get you know a thousand posts. Sure. With and and initially come up with this theory that oh yeah he what he has been in the deep freeze and now obama just pulled him out because of this and it's election season it's he's election a socialist season. oh my god you guys are right on this is the with final that. phase and then of just his like plan. bullshit our way into it and to then whole thing eventually like just just start dropping if we're good you yeah. can just start dropping little hints and i mean that's totally i mean the fact that that book was written 20 years ago mm-hmm. Uh, he probably took that idea from Greek mythology, from Greek writings. Like they, they'd probably been human. Humans have been doing this for thousands of years. Sure, you know the the really good orders and the politicians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like getting into the other Propaganda. side and yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, so there you go, folks. So what? So now when you do, you know, listen to your pundits and you watch your own news station and you read your blogs. How the hell do you know what you believe? Because it might be somebody that's because everybody actually is also like thinking about those things and somebody maybe kind of yeah. not even necessarily manipulating, but well, of course they're they're getting new facts that are going to change their own mind. Because once in a while, you will all of a sudden don't fool yourself, but once in a while, you'll actually say, "Yeah, the conservative viewpoint on this particular issue is not the worst in the world." Look at fiscal responsibility. That's a that's a hardcore conservative issue. Um, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. God. Uh, all right, you just opened up a can. Of all right, all right. I well, mean, next next podcast, we'll just fiscal conservativity. Of course, is like, yeah. Are you for spending less than you bring in? 
Of course. But does that mean we stop buying vegetables because those are the expensive things and we keep buying Twinkies because we can afford those? Uh, and I guess what I'm getting at yeah, here no, is like, saying, do we yeah. cut the legs off of NPR and uh, Planned Parenthood because they cost yeah. a dime in the vast... Yeah. We you, you do? You cut the legs off of those programs? because they because they educate people and we don't want educated oh, okay, people. Okay. You're you're playing the ir- irony card. All right, folks. Well, I'm I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. Because well, that's that's not that's not fiscal conservative conservativity. That is forwarding your ideology. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. bullshit. That's that's priming your pump. All right, yeah. so yeah, don't don't piss on your ideology. Oh my God, I'm gonna piss all over this chair. Say good night. All right, good night, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>